This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello. I'm going to go live. Okay. What's up, guys? Okay. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Zachary Reality with your host, Zachary Reality. We are on episode two of my podcast, which is crazy. Already episode two. Where has the time even gone? But anyway, guys, so the first episode came out last week. I did an intro video. I got to, oh my God, I have to get used to public speaking on here. Oh my God. But um, for the first episode, I did a get to know me um, episode where I really talked about, you know, 10 facts about myself, some of my hopes, dreams, and goals for the podcast. And I really was just ranting for 48 minutes straight. So if you listen to that and you sent me a message, thank you. Um, I definitely received a lot of love from the fans. And I really appreciate everybody who honestly has been reached out and supported me on the launch of this new podcast. It's been a lot of fun and overwhelming and like all the things. And I decided that this is week two and I want to bring on some guests for this week. Now, if you want to hear what I think about The Bachelor and The Housewives and all of the reality TV shows, um, head to my TikTok, which is just at Zachary Reality, where I really just talk about every single reality show on the planet on my TikTok. But on the podcast, I really want this to kind of be focused on interviews and getting to know different people. And we'll talk about, you know, reality shows, obviously, depending on who the guest is throughout the interviews. So today on the podcast, I have two very special guests. I have Easton Max and I have Casting with Joy. Now they're both two reality TV casting directors in the industry. They've both been in the industry for a very long time. Easton's been a casting director for 11 years and Joy has been a casting director for eight years. Um, Joy is currently in Los Angeles. Easton is currently in New York. And I asked them so many fun questions about what it's like to be a reality TV casting director. Like, would you ever want to go on a show? How do you find people? What is a day-to-day in your life? How do you get into that? So I'm going to play Easton's interview first. And then after that, I will be playing Joy's interview. And then we can do a little catch-up at the end of today's episode. Um, So let's just get into it. Cue Easton. Okay, we are here with Easton Max. Easton, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me, Zach. You're welcome. It's so nice to finally chat with you. Um, We connected over a year ago. Um, We almost were roommates. (laughs) (laughs) True story. (laughs) Yeah, and we'll have to save that for like another time. But we like almost lived together in Los Angeles. And now you're based in New York right now. Yes. Um, so, are, and you're trying to get back to Los Angeles. Yes. Or Europe for a year. So it's kind of okay. in between. <laughs> it's kind of in display. So you're basically working in the casting, directing 
what is the right realm? word? Realm. Yeah. yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about like what your job description is? Like, what do you do? Sure. So I'm a casting director. I've been doing it for about a little over 11 years. So it's been a while. And I work on everything from unscripted reality to um, docu-series, new media, digital, uh, commercials, the whole nine yards. And I focus heavily on finding talent and then casting them and then producing them, cutting their tapes and getting them out to network. So it's kind of a short, short piece of it. (laughs) So how does one even get into that? Is that something that you like went to school for or like something you've always wanted to do? Funny enough, no. I actually started university in a fashion major. Um, And then I actually graduated with uh, an art and design. Um, But yeah, I kind of like landed into this field. I had a friend who worked in TV. I was kind of doing the internship route in fashion. And I was interning at wholesale showrooms and modeling agencies and my friend reached out and said, hey, like, I have a big girl job for you. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to work in TV ever? And I said, you know what? That sounds really cool. And I gave it a shot and I never looked back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you told me you've been doing it for 11 years. So that's like, you're really yeah. committed to this career. Um, Like, how was it at first? Like, what was your first few days like? Were you like struggling to find like people or find your place? So funny enough, my first job on TV was a talk show. So it was definitely okay. different than the reality space, finding those characters. Um, but it was kind of a mix between being on set and then also finding kind of that special talent to have um, as part of the, I guess, part of the additional pieces that would go into that talk show. Um, but it was definitely different. This is like what I do now. The reality side is a little bit more drama based, more mm-hmm. personality based. Um, talk shows love are that. not like that. <laughs> yeah. So what are, what is like a few shows that you have um, casted on? Oh God, that's a long I know list. you got a long list. A long, long list. Um, some fun ones I've worked on, I would say are Chopped, which I feel like is a fun one. Yes. You know, chef personalities. Um, I also worked on uh, America's Top Dog, which is a fun kind of canine competition show. Hot is that dog. in Los Angeles? Um, America's Top Dog, it filmed the first season in Los Angeles, um, but we were based out of New York. We're a New York company. Okay. And then Hot Dog also was actually a New York, uh, sorry, an LA-based company. So that was all Los Angeles. And that okay. was big, like, personality grooming competition. So Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. So what is the, the is there a difference between New York and, like, LA for casting? Um, or are you doing everything on social media, kind of? I think majority of our casting is on social media. I mean, everything from Instagram to Facebook to TikTok. I mean, TikTok's right. like the big thing now for yeah. Gen Z or something that they're calling Gen Z, yes. Yeah. So that's, that's a big one for us as well. Um, are you on TikTok? I am not. I have an account, but I've never used it. So okay, I, so I have I seen a lot of casting producers, or is producers the right word, casting producer? I've seen a lot of them on TikTok, and they make like videos like, want to be on your next show and they do a little dance with it and they get so many views because everyone is so thirsty to be on reality television Uh yeah so I highly recommend that if you're trying to find new talent to check out um, TikTok and put some videos out there yes so I actually know a few associates in casting that have their own little TikTok videos that they work with so they have some fun ones uh they they reshare that on Instagram so I have the pleasure of being on there so I definitely need to dive more into that TikTok space for sure but um for me it's mostly like heavy Instagram Facebook a lot of social media like that so how many people are reaching out to you to get on TV is that like, do you ever have people like DM you like, I want to be on TV and it just comes <laughs> off super like inauthentic or like superficial? I've definitely had that a decent amount. Um, it also depends what I'm casting for. So mm-hmm. I post a lot of castings on my social media pages and 
the, some of the messages I get are just, oh, there, there's a whole array of, you know, levels oh of fun with them. Um, but I would say majority kind of filter in based off what I'm casting for. So I don't get too, too many while I do get them. There's not too, too many that are like, Oh my God, put me on TV. Although uh -huh. I do have a lot of friends that, you know, will message me that. So. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. So what show would you put me on? I feel like, you know, me pretty well. We've been following each other for a year. What show <laughs> would you cast me on? Oh, that's a fun one. Um, right? God, so many shows out there. You're putting me like on the spot here. I know I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, I want to, I feel like I kind of want to go on a reality show. But then I also like enjoy doing this because then I just like love talking about reality TV. Mm -hmm. So if I go on a, a show, then yeah. I'm going to be like on the other side of that. I'm going to have to talk about myself. <laughs> but I feel like you wouldn't mind talking about yourself. No, I wouldn't. Of course not. not <laughs> I mean, all. I could definitely see you something with Bravo because I feel like you have that personality for sure. Okay. See, I also feel like I could do like Survivor or like Big Brother because I would love to like be strategic and like play the game. You'd be like, you're, you would do a survivor show where you're like out there in the- It'd be hard. It'd be hard like sleeping outside. I think that'd be the yeah, hardest part. Yeah, I can't picture but that. I, no, but I would love the strategy and like the building alliances and voting people off. Okay, so then Big Brother is probably- Big Brother is probably, yeah. Survivor. Yeah. Um, would you ever go on a show or one of the shows um, you're casting? So do you ever I've like consider actually, it? Yeah, there's one show that I've always wanted to be on. It's like the only show I would ever want to be on. Um. But it's a big one, I think. Uh, it's the challenge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've wanted to be on that since I was like in high school, I think, or middle school, because I used to watch World Rules growing up. Mm -hmm. And that is probably like the only reality show I'm just like so competitive. And I see that and I just love that side of it. Could you get yourself on the show if you wanted um, to? I mean, I think at this point I'm past my like prime to be on that show. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not really sure. Plus I've also worked for MTV and other networks like that. So it's a little bit tougher when you transition from being behind the scenes. Yeah. to transitioning behind the scenes. Yeah. I don't know if you ever seen Siesta Key. Um, I but, have. So one of the producers, I think his name is Ish. He started yep. dating one of the girls, Madison on the show. Yeah. That was after he, he worked for them. Yes. And now he is on the show yep. because they're mm -hmm. dating. And I'm like, what? That is like <laughs> such a role reversal to see someone who's been behind the camera for a few years become yeah. on the camera so I mean that could be you if you wanted it to be <laughs> but I mean some people just like love being you know behind the camera some people love being in front of the camera it's all like in the same mm -hmm. industry we're all making tv you kind of I just know. have a different um side of it because you're like the beginning stages casting these characters to be on tv and that's kind of why I wanted to have you on here to get your perspective I love that. And yeah, I think, you know, one of the biggest parts for us is really finding those really solid and unique personalities. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you can't just, I mean, you can't just make up a personality. So it's yeah. really like knowing that that person has that confidence and they can just be themselves and it's a hundred percent authentic. I mean, oh, wow. obviously when you're working on shows, everything gets amplified, but it's just, we want to find the authenticity. Uh-huh. So I know you watch some like reality shows, like what is like an ideal reality TV contestant look like like you can you can even give an example like Snooki for example she's very authentic and like a big personality I am gonna have to say I feel like you know for me some of my guilty pleasures like one of them is Vanderpump that by far I think kind of exceeds that level of reality um and I feel like some of those characters like Jax and Stassi are kind of like mm -hmm. awesome personalities to find for the show yeah just like that larger than life larger than life yeah. in your face I don't mm -hmm. I love dead people sort of you know yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just completely mm -hmm. open about who they are but sometimes we get characters like um since you watch Vanderpump sometimes we get characters like Raquel who are just like a little bit more soft-spoken and you're like 
Do they really need to be on the show? They're not bringing so much, but is it important to have those characters as well? Because I kind of think it balances out the large personalities by having those like side characters. It does. Um, I think it's also just storyline that kind of ties along with it. So just her storyline and the drama that kind of entails with that. So her relationship with James, what her relationship is like with the other castmates, it kind of like all ties together. Yeah, because sometimes with the casting, it really, and like the housewives do this too, it kind of is more authentic as Mm -hmm. well. Like they have to have a connection to the cast versus just like, if you're casting a competition show, then you can just find 20 random people (laughs) and you would hope that they don't know each other. And then like- Although I don't know if you saw, if you watch Married uh, Married at First Sight, but I think it was season ten or season eleven. Um, one of the couples actually met before they got matched. They met at a party like, like a few months before they got matched. Uh, did they so, know that they were both going on the show? No. And then when she was walking down the aisle, she looks at the groom and it's like she just says, "Oh my god, I know him." <laughs> so is that like your worst nightmare, or is that like? Um, they actually like were the quirky ones like they were these super like authentically like theater slash artsy Mm -hmm. slash med kind of quirky couple and they just like fit perfectly so I think it worked out for them but it's it could have been a big mess up yeah it could have went like horribly wrong they just happened to be like the one unique couple that just that worked out perfectly for yeah for sure so what is like a day-to-day life of a casting Director. director yes well um it's they vary, you know, by day, it's not necessarily the same repetitive motion, but it is the same duties like that vary throughout the day and throughout each day. Um, but it's really just finding talent, auditioning talent, um, you know, vetting talent, and then uh, doing all the editing as far as, you know, producing and editing their videos to pitch them. So it's just a lot of Skyping, a lot of um, iMovie or Final Cut, whichever are, you know, whichever is your tool at the time. And then um, outreach. Outreach is one of the most time consuming parts of our job. Um, it's really just reaching out to people via social media, cold calling, emailing, maybe it's someone you know or a friend that a friend mm-hmm. of a friend that you think would be perfect for this. So it's really just a lot of reaching out, auditioning to other people. Editing. Yeah. For the you're most really part. <laughs> like you're spending like hours a day like reaching out to people like all online. And you're just trying to find those all like online. specific people that just like uh-huh. really stand out. So is that is that hard? Is that fun? Do you get like a, a joy out of that? Um, it's time consuming. I mean, I've, it's, I would say probably my shortest day is probably 10 hours. My longest day I've worked like upwards of 15 hours a day. So Uh it's, they're definitely long days, but they are rewarding when you find someone who you're like, oh my God, like this is a needle in the haystack or Mm -hmm. a diamond in the rough and you get them on camera or you get them on the phone to get them on camera the next day. It's like the most rewarding feeling like, oh my God, I found someone who's going to be great and I'm going to help them Uh make one of their kind of smaller wishes come true Uh um, and kind of tie them into a show that they like, so. Yeah, that must feel like such a, like a relief. You're like, oh, finally, (laughs) I found the right person, it works. And then you get to see them go on TV and like some of them become super, super famous and some of them, the show kind of falls flat. Mm -hmm. It really depends. Um, What is it kind of, what is it like seeing um, people on TV? that you've like known before that you've like casted do they ever like change their personality or like become something uh, I think you actually get to know them a little better after you see them on tv oh and, yeah um, so a funny example of that is I actually did a casting for labor of love I don't know if you've seen it, it was a dating show on fox mm-hmm. with um oh god I'm spacing on her name this is terrible uh yeah. she was Charlotte from sex in the city Kristen okay uh, I'm not sure Kristen Davids somebody um, will know yeah, she was the host of the show. And so I was casting men for that series. And one of my guys that I had found and cast for the show, Marcus, uh, he was in the final three. And it was funny because I, you know, I spoke to him before when I was casting him, I Skyped with him. 
great, great guy. Um, but when I saw him on the show, you really got to see this other side of him, like these personality quirks. And it was so interesting to see how someone turns out on camera versus how they are yeah. before. And so. do you ever like become friends with, like, would you ever become friends with Marcus in real life or anyone else? I, I still talk to, you know, a decent amount of people that I have cast in the past, um, whether it's like just catching like updates on Facebook or texts or DMs. So I yeah. still seem to talk to quite a few. Because I feel like it's almost like um, people can get vulnerable with you because they're like really letting yeah. you know, like who they are, what they want or what they hope to get, you know, when going on this show, especially if it's a dating show, you know, they're really like, what are you looking for in someone? Like they can really like, you could become a therapist. So it's funny. A lot of people say to me, they're like, you're so easy to talk to. Uh -huh. Like, I feel like I just pour my heart out to you. Yeah. I'm so comfortable with you. And that's like, you essentially build kind of friendships almost when you're casting, which is great. Um, I, I mean, imagine. you do get some people that are a little bit out there sometimes, but um, for the most part, you do kind of have these really genuine connections with people. Um, so I think because of that, you really get to see that side of them, that vulnerable side, which is a great point that you um, shared with us. So. Yeah. I mean, like speaking of vulnerable sides, like, have you ever, um, like when, when you're casting, yes. yeah. well, I'm like, have you ever made, when you're casting, you obviously, not everyone's going to make the cut. So you might have a couple, you know, calls with someone and then you have to tell them, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to make it. Like, is that the most uncomfortable conversations to have? That's actually not part of my job. So, oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. So we usually, how it works with casting is when we're usually casting a project, um, we cast it until the, our wrap date. And our wrap date is usually like once we get everyone we have, we have our numbers to fish the network. Mm -hmm. So they kind of make their final decisions. And the production team that stays on after us is who handles, you know, moving forward. Um, for the most time, it just depends on the show if they're going to reach out to people who aren't cast. It's really just reaching out to those who are cast, letting them know the great news and taking the next mm -hmm. steps. Oh, so wow. luckily, though, I mean, that would have been a fun part for me. I would love to call people and say, you you made it on the show. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you I don't have that luxury. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been amazing. So what is kind I of know. like your, um? let's kind of just like wrap up a little bit. So what's kind of like your advice to somebody that would like to get into um, reality TV casting? Um, uh, my advice would just be that you have to be prepared to work really hard. Um, our industry is something where you are freelance. So you are fighting job to job to land the next one. And it is something where you have to just be okay with having not necessarily a stable influx of work. Also wanting to work your butt off because mm -hmm. you, you don't just, I mean, there are times when you can luck into finding an amazing cast member, but the chances are you're going to be putting in hours. As far as getting into the field, like I said, I had a friend who was in the industry, told me about a job, interviewed the whole nine yards, and I landed, you know, in this industry. But for a lot of other people, most of the people that are in the industry are going to film school or they're doing some sort of undergrad position that kind of goes with that. Mm -hmm. So it's really just PAing and then jumping into casting. There's no kind yeah. of like straight other road outside of that. Uh-huh. It really is like you can always put in the work at the schooling, but a lot of it always does come down to who do you know and the connections that you make. So I think it's always important. Like, you know, we both we both work in entertainment. It's kind of the same thing when you're doing like freelance, whether you're behind the camera or in front of it. It's really just about constantly connecting with people and making genuine connections and seeing who you meet and show up. Like we didn't even expect to meet each other. And then it just like somehow happened. And now you're on my podcast a year later. I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, well, thank you so much for being here. Um, I really enjoyed, you know, finally getting to talk to you. I hope that a lot of people learned a little bit more about the casting um, process. Um, yes, and thank you so much for having me and for, you know, letting me share this with everybody and hopefully helping the new generation of casting directors. <laughs> yes, the Gen Z um, casting director. Gen Z casting director. <laughs>
Okay, we are here with Joy, also known as Casting with Joy. Joy, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to chat more with you. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, we have connected through TikTok, which is where most people find their friends these days, especially during a pandemic. Uh, would you agree with that? A hundred percent, totally agree. I've made a lot of internet friends that I've never met in real life. And I guess with this day and age, that's just how it goes. Um, yeah, especially yeah. with the pandemic. I think we have more friends on the internet than in real life. This is true. And you work in casting, you're a casting director, and you're actually trying to find um, people through the internet. That's kind of like your, what you do anyway. But now with the way the world is and the pandemic and everything, you're like really trying to find people to cast on your favorite shows through TikTok, through YouTube, through Instagram. Um, tell me a little bit about how you find some awesome characters to be on your favorite reality shows or the shows that you cast for. Yes, social media has been such a blessing. I've been in casting for about eight years. And when I first started, it was one of those jobs where you had to be on the streets. It was like, go around the streets of LA with a clipboard, finding people in real life. Now with social media, with Instagram, with TikTok, the world opened up so much more. We can find so many more people just based on your photos that you post, the videos that you post. Um, so it's been a really great asset or it's been a really great way to just find people all around the country. Do you find it easier with the way social media has kind of progressed to find people to cast? Yes. Like I, a lot easier? It's a lot easier to find people because I can actually see what you look like. I can see your personality. I can... It, like everyone says, Instagram is your highlight reel. And with the TikTok now, I can see everyone's personality. So it's been a really great way to, to find people from all backgrounds, um, all ages, um, and really see who they are as a person. Yeah, I really do feel like Instagram is your highlight reel. And then TikTok, you kind of get to see people for who they are. A lot more people post themselves without filters, without makeup, just in their apartment. Is that like, that's almost better for you, right? Because you're actually getting to know the people. Yes, TikTok has been a great way to find people. Um, I also really like when people link their Instagram so I can kind of see mm. both sides of them. I can see them all done up, hair done, makeup done. Um, and then I can also see them like real and raw with just who they are without a filter on, without anything, just be them uh, being themselves. Yeah. Now you did just mention, I want to circle back about a clipboard running around California. Can you please tell me a little bit more about this? Are you on the street? Were you back in the day on the streets, just like going to find people like at restaurants and stuff? Yes. So what we did wow. with all the popular places around LA, like the Grove or even like shopping malls when that was a thing. Mm. Um, Hollywood and Vine was a great place. It was just anywhere that was crowded, Santa Monica beach, um, just popular places that people would go. Um, I would go to those places, spend all day there and just talk to a bunch of strangers and see if they're interested in being on a reality show. Wow. That's amazing. I feel like so many people would be like, yes, pick me, pick me. Do you have any like crazy stories about people who like were too desperate to get on a reality show? Does that happen too often? No, I don't think people are desperate. I think people are eager because it's mm -hmm. a really cool opportunity. So people yeah. who are eager and excited, um, that just, it's it's good for them because then I can see that they really want this. So I don't think anyone has been super desperate, but I do get messages all across all platforms. They'll message on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, um, just so then, or and they'll also email so then they can get my attention, which works because, you know, 
I'm across all platforms. And when I see that you're hungry to, to get my attention or hungry to, to be noticed, then I will definitely check out your Instagram page. I'll check out um, your platforms and see if you could be a right fit for the show. Yeah, absolutely. So then how many people are you finding versus reaching out to you? How, what is the percentage rate of people that actually get on like TV? Recently, I've been getting a majority of the people from TikTok mm-hmm. um, because it's such a great way to, to publicize. I feel like there's been, I don't know what the ratio is, but quite a few. I think a lot of the people for TV shows, the people that are on it are typically the ones that the casting associates and the producers will reach out to. Um, but recently, more often than not, like I'm getting a lot of people who will reach out to me directly to say that they're interested in the show. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what you're casting right now. I saw you put out, you know, some clips and stuff. You're looking for brother and sister duos for a show. Um, tell me a little bit more about that. Yes, it's an amazing new show. It's a development show. It's called Siblings Now Boarding. It's going to air on a major streaming network. I'm looking for brother and sister duos that are competitive, outgoing, and dynamic. So that's the big thing. So we're looking for um, close, tight-knit siblings. Um, The show's very similar to The Amazing Race on CBS, so we're looking for that high-energy dynamic. Um, The challenges that these people would go through would be both mental and physical challenges. Um, And then at the end of the series, the winning sibling pair will get a cash prize, um, which is TBD. But um, yeah, hopefully a lot of money. We'll see. So how many, can you say how many people you've cast so far or how many you're looking for? And I want to know if, are you the only one casting for this show or do they put like multiple casting directors on like a project? There's multiple, there's a whole team of us. I could not do this by myself. We have an incredible team Uh um, of associate producers and casting producers. We've got a casting director, um, but it's a, it's a big team of us. It's definitely not just me. Definitely could not do it on my own, Um, but it's a team of us that will collectively find people Mm -hmm. and reach reach out to people, interview people. um, And then we all kind of work together to find the final cast. So how do you, when you first started casting, were you just like a freelance caster or do you join like an agency? I'm currently still freelance. It's that freelance life. Uh-huh. And like, yeah. I am a freelance casting associate producer. Okay. Um, so while I have the whole title out there, <laughs> you know, I gotta let people know. Let them um, know. So in the past I have worked as a casting director, but for this show, particularly I'm a casting associate producer. Um, well, oh, okay. So I see. So they'll like they'll hire you for a show and then you're on a team for that show for as long as you, you know, until you find the cast and then you right. kind of yeah. like find your next project. Exactly. So it's gotcha. by contract. So typically some um sometimes you're hired for either like a three-month contract or you know, 20 weeks, five weeks, six mm-hmm. weeks, whatever it is that you're hired for. Um, we're all on like a project by project basis. Yeah, it's so interesting talking to people um, in different industries, but like we're still in the entertainment industry, but you know, you do a lot more behind the scenes thing. I'm in front of the camera. So I kind of enjoy hearing your um, perspective on things. So how did you kind of get started in the, in the casting, you know, industry? Was this something you kind of dreamed about as a kid or did it just kind of fall into place? It kind of fell into place. It's not something that I wanted to do as a kid. I didn't like, I'm going to be a casting director when I grow up. Mm -hmm it kind of just fell into place. I think living in LA, being born and raised in LA, we're just so surrounded by the entertainment space yeah. um, that it kind of just felt natural to, to, 
be in it. So I've always wanted to work in entertainment. Um, it wasn't always reality. I think I just wanted to be in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then casting kind of just fell in my lap. I believe I started in college. So my senior year of college, I interned at a casting agency, had so much fun and kind of just right after graduation, worked as a casting assistant mm-hmm. and worked my way up to an associate producer. Wow. And just so everyone kind of knows, can you tell us a few of the shows that you've casted on? I know you casted on The Circle. I mean, that is major. Yes, that was a lot of fun. So um, I I think one of my very first shows that I ever cast was America's Got Talent. Wow. Um, I've also done The Circle on Netflix, 12 Dates of Christmas on HBO Max, mm-hmm. Flirty Dancing on Fox. What and there's, some, there's so much more on your website. So for everyone, yes, please exactly. check it out, castingwithjoy.com. That's yes, kind of like you. your... Your trade name. I love it. So yeah, do you feel like there's, what were you saying? I was going to say, I just love that. It's like a double meaning, like casting with joy. And yes. Like no, there was one of your TikToks where you used like the play on word yeah. or it was on YouTube, like something like, and I was like, yes, this makes sense. So do you feel like there's been growth in your career? Like from when you started to where you are now, can you like kind of talk a little bit more about the growth with, um, in casting? Yes, there's definitely so much room for growth. I mean, I, again, I started off as a casting intern um, from there, a casting assistant, casting recruiter, mm-hmm. casting associate, casting associate producer. There's just so much room and there's a big trajectory in this career. Um, and it's so much fun. I feel like I, I just highly recommend this industry mm-hmm. because there is room for growth. I mean, even right now, I'm still at an associate level. There's uh, so much room for me to grow in this industry. Yeah, but you're doing it. Let me ask you this. This is an interesting question. Do you feel like there is ever a competitiveness between other casting directors and you? Is there kind of like, do you guys like support each other? Because like other hosts in our, in my industry, we all support each other. But I mean, of course there is this underlying competitiveness. Like we both want that, you know, that jig, that gig or that job. So do you feel like it's the same thing in casting? I think that, we all support each other. I, mm-hmm. I feel like because we all work to. together, yeah. there's never that like competitive, I need to be better than you type of mentality. But I always think that competitiveness breeds greatness. So mm-hmm. if you're surrounded by great casting professionals, then it will just only make you better. Um, and I've even met some casting associates, casting coordinators that I've never even met before, but we're mm-hmm. friends yeah just because Mm -hmm. we all inspire each other to do great things yeah that's what happens when I connect with like another host like on social media I'm like oh my god you get it we get each other and then we'll go out to coffee and like you have to support each other especially in this entertainment career where we are doing a lot of freelance work you need to build each other up and support each other and you can learn from each other so I was kind of just wondering if it was the same thing behind the scenes as it is in front of the camera so like do you ever want to go on one of the shows that you're casting do you ever get tempted you're like oh I should submit myself Oh, all the time. I always want to be put on the shows that I cast. Uh-huh. Like conflict of interest. Why, why can't you? Because I'm working on it. I can't uh-huh. cast myself. I'm behind it just it for legal reasons. I don't think yeah. that's impossible. Um, but I think that's why it's so much fun for me to find the people on it because I would do it myself. Yeah, that makes sense. So one of the interesting things we you brought up to me before we hit record is that you don't really watch a lot of reality TV, which is crazy because you're casting, you know, reality TV shows. But do you watch the shows that you cast? Do you always I do watch, watch the shows uh-huh. that cast? And yes, is it weird so- to kind of see the people like and then they get on TV and everything? It's not weird. I just love seeing things 
go from pre-production to production. So there's a lot yeah. of things that happen in between casting to like the final cast. Um, I don't typically like to watch reality TV, but I do like to watch the shows that I cast um, so yeah. I can see, you know, what we were looking for and then what actually happens on TV. Especially if you cast somebody and then you see them like shine on the show, you're, you're like, I did my job. Don't you, is that yeah, what you feel I like? I love that. I do. I, I find this particularly with um, Kate Steinberg on 12 Dates of Christmas on HBO Max. The first phone call I made with her, she was so much fun. I'm like, she, this girl just needs her own show. And she was actually probably TikTok famous, I think, before she even went on 12 Dates of Christmas. Um, but her energy was something that I'm like, this. she belongs on the show. She's great. Um, and then seeing her on TV it just solidifies that, that it validates. Okay. Like I saw that she had something in her or she had that it factor and it shined through when she was on the show. Yeah. I love that. Now I know a lot of people are going to be like, Zach, you need to ask this question. How, how does one stand out to get on a reality show? How, what can someone do to put themselves out there and to make them noticed? As cliche as it sounds, you really need to have that it factor. Mm. You just need a pop. So there's no, like certain thing that you need to do or certain look that you need to have, but it's definitely personality. You need to have that personality or something that makes you unique. You need to have a story that, that people want to hear. So what I like to tell people when they ask is that you want to be rootable because when people watch, you want someone that's relatable to you and rootable. Mm -hmm. So those are the two things that I think will make you stand out. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously I stand out and obviously I have that it factor. <laughs> so before I let you go, what show are you casting me on? Oh my God. You would be so good on so many different shows. I feel like you would need your own show. Of course. Of course. Because you do have that. <laughs> I do. Well, I'm on my own show right now. This is my podcast. So technically <laughs> it is my own show. Yes. But as far as like um, a reality show, like I could see myself doing um, like Big Brother, I think, for example, because I would love to be like, a com- I want to do a competitive show, I think. Yeah, I definitely see that for you. Something where in you house. can be by yourself. I think you wanted to do the brother-sister show, the yeah. sibling but I, was like, I can't. You need to shine on your own. I feel like yeah. that's that's the energy that I get for you. From okay, you. amazing. And what show would you be on out of every single show? Definitely something competitive, maybe something that shows off my athleticism. I can see you on Survivor though. Maybe I probably would die. I mean, I could do Survivor. I I don't know. I feel like you would kill it on Survivor. Would I? Yeah, I feel like you'd be good at like the social game and you'd be definitely good in the challenges. Yes. Okay, maybe the circle or Survivor probably. Okay. Well, maybe we can, maybe this will be, you know, maybe we're speaking this into existence. (laughs) we'll manifest this yes okay well everyone make sure to check joy out do you want to give everyone like your socials your website and then tell them your what you're casting for right now yes so i'm casting siblings now boarding you can check out my website www.castingwithjoy.com my social media platforms are the same across the board which is at casting with joy 
Okay, guys. Wow. That was so much fun. Um, these back-to-back interviews with Easton and Joy. I really hope that you guys got to know a little bit more about the life of a reality TV casting director. I really wanted to get both of them on um, because I know both of them. I've connected with both of them and I really wanted to get two different res- perspectives on reality TV casting from two people who are very different. They have different strategies. They've had different experiences. So I thought it would be awesome to have you know both of them on to really kind of discuss more behind the scenes of reality TV casting. And they both agreed that I would be great on a reality show. So we will have to stay tuned for that. Like what show am I going on? Please let me know. Okay. Well, you guys know the drill. So thank you all so much for listening to this week's podcast. Um, I really hope you enjoyed the guests. Um, We are officially on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, um, literally anywhere you get your podcast. I just got the news this morning. Um, Today's Wednesday. I'm putting this out Thursday. So yesterday for you guys who are listening on a Thursday, but I just got the news this morning that we are on the podcast store. So if you are listening to this on the podcast app or anywhere you get your podcasts, Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on the YouTube channel, um, which is just Zachary Reality on YouTube, I really hope you enjoyed the video version, seeing, you know, the face-to-face interactions with the hosts or with me and the, I honestly should just stop talking at this point. Okay, maybe I shouldn't be so hard on myself either and cut myself off. Oh my God, am I just going to vent on here? Is this going to become a therapy session? Honestly, guys, I'm really looking forward to doing more podcasts with you guys in the future. You guys are going to get to know so much more about me. Um, so make sure you guys are keeping up with me on podcasts, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Everything is at Zachary Reality. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to Joy and Easton for joining me. I will have their links down below in the description boxes so you guys can follow them. Check them out. And maybe you will be on the next reality show. Maybe they'll cast you on it. Okay, okay. I'll get it. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. Have a great weekend.